The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 175 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost a heartbreaker, 137-135, to to the Atlanta Hawks, who were led by Trey Young with 45 points. And, of course, DeJounte Murray, a former Spur, was also pivotal for the Hawks. That gives the Spurs their 13th loss in a row, drops their record to 3-15 overall in the season, and improves the Atlanta Hawks to 9-9 overall in the season. Drew, what were your thoughts about this one as the Spurs let it slip out of their hands in the fourth quarter? Yep, this was the closest we've got to ending this losing streak in a long time, but we could not get it done. Trey Young was one of the best second halves of his life. He had 33 points in the second half. I mean, wow, what a second half from Trey Young. And... Jeremy Sohan, I think one of his best games of his career. Four guys with 20 points plus. That is amazing. We just lost it. High-scoring game, fun game to watch. What were your thoughts? Yeah, the four guys with 20-plus points, that doesn't happen often. And uh, and for four guys to get that and lose, that's, that's a pretty monumental feat for the Spurs. But uh, we plug on and we go ahead and uh, – you know, a lot of people were asking us about where the Spurs sit with uh, draft picks, but we'll get to that probably the midway point of the season to do our lottery and our tankathon and all that good stuff. But right now, we're going to listen to Greg Popovich's words after this one. Is that a good call again? It looked like it. Yeah, he looked pretty stationary to me. I'd have to look on the tape, but from what I saw, he was stationary. What did you see that they could learn from in the last minute and a half? Well, there's things all night long that we can learn from, but their competitiveness was great. Uh, their execution is, you know, better all the time, but when you get to fourth quarters, you know, the, the, the great players take over, and that's been difficult for us. Uh, you know, Trey had his way there in the, in the third quarter, and uh, down the stretch, making plays for us is going to be more difficult than some other teams uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, but their character is great, and as I said, their competitiveness is off the charts. Uh, we just have to keep working in a lot of different areas. It's, it's. I mean, even if the best teams in the league are working in the same things, less turnovers, better rebounding, better shots, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's not one thing. What did you see from Jeremy? I thought he had maybe his best night. Uh, made a lot of good decisions, uh, moved the ball well. Uh, you know, guarding Trey Young is not easy. Uh, so I thought he was wonderful. All right, so Pavic giving us props to Jeremy Sohan, and that leads us to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two for this one? Yeah, there's no way that you could not go with Jeremy Sohan in this one. He had 33 points, eight rebounds, six assists, uh, still 12 of 14 from the field and 3 of 3 from the three-point line in 36 minutes. 
Great game from Sohan. He's number one on my top two. I believe that was a career high, correct? Great is, yeah. Yeah, career high from right. Sohan, so a great night from him. Number two on my top two list is Victor Webinyama with 21 points, six stocks, four blocks, and two steals, 12 rebounds, nine of 16 from the field in 29 minutes. Two great top two players. Who do you have? Yeah, I also had Jeremy Sohan as my number one. And uh, what a great night. That's talking about a career night. The 33 points were pretty amazing. But even more so amazing to me is the 12 of 14 shooting from the field and the 3 of 3 from three-point land. I mean, he was legitimately on fire. It was nice to see Sohan pick up that top spot. My number two I had, uh, after a long debate, I debated on Keldon and Devin Vassell, but uh, Keldon had the uh, double-double with 22 points and 11 rebounds, knocked down two of three from three-point land, and uh, also had three assists to chip in as well. And uh, on the defensive end, he also had a steal. So Keldon Johnson was my number two on the top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Drew, who'd you have bottom two? Yeah, so I think the bottom two was pretty easy for me here. I went with Chetty Osman as number one on my bottom two list. Uh, awful night shooting the ball. Three points, shooting one of seven from the field and one of five from the three-point line in 15 minutes with a turnover. I think that he makes some of those shots we win the game, so I think he's number one on my bottom two. Can't miss six shots and only make one. Number two on my bottom two is just Trey Jones. A rough shooting night, did have seven assists, but one of five from the field and one of four, one of three from the three-point line is what got him on my bottom two list. All right, I my number one on my bottom two was a guy who, to me, has been struggling lately, and it's it's been showing just as the season's going on. Malachi Branham's had a tough time, so he's number one on my bottom two. Uh, he got the start, but he was only one of five, oh two from uh, three point land, and I don't know, it's. Kind of concerning for me with Malachi Branham because yeah, yeah. he's, he's he hasn't taken a jump. No, he started off the season doing really well, but lately this past month he has not done well for us, and uh, we hope he can get it straightened out. But uh, he, that's why he's my number one. And then I also had Chetty Osman as my number two on the bottom two. Uh, just like you said, it's just a rough night and rough night shooting for him, and we expect a little more out of him. All right, we're gonna move on to the. Uh, Segment of our show called the Question of the Day. Remember, you can always text your questions at 512-540-1626, and we promise to get to all of them. Tonight's question comes from Terrence in Norman, Oklahoma. Terrence's question is, what is your opinion on our inability to finish out games in the fourth quarter? Drew, what do you think? Is there a deeper story to that, or just are we are, or what? I mean, Popovich kind of said it in the fourth quarter. We're just, we're young, and we're really not as good as the other teams. We just great players make big plays in the fourth quarter and we're just not there yet. What are your, what are your, what is your answer? But I think it is with the, uh, our, our, our age. I think the youth is a big part of that. A lot of times guys will start out faster. They're, they'll get leads and they don't have that experience to draw from that. You could lose that lead or the game gets tough at the end. And, uh, you know, I mean, this roster that we're trying out there is younger than some college teams these days. So it's just we've got to learn and grow and develop. And that's what this 2024, uh, 2023-24 season is all about. So uh, we appreciate your question, Terrence. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll start closing out games as the season moves on and we get more experience. But if not, you'll see that growth in time, I believe. 
All right, now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so we're going to head back to November 30th, 2016, where the San Antonio Spurs defeated their in-state rivals, Dallas Mavericks, by a score of 94-87. to Leading scorer for the Spurs in this one was Kawhi Leonard, who had 21 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Great night from him. Danny Green with 11 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Patty Mills had 20 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. And some other guys that chipped in with David Lee with 7, Bertans with 7. And the Spurs winning this game improved their record to 15-4, and four, while the Mavericks record dropped to 3-14. and 14. So that, that was a rebuilding Mavericks team, and they ended up getting Luka a couple years later. So that is this day in Spurs history, November 30th, 2016. All right, thanks for that. That's a good one. And uh, a lot of familiar names and a lot of... Uh, historic spurs in that one so we appreciate that drew now it's time for us to preview our upcoming game this one is uh coming up hopefully we can end this losing streak but it comes at a very tough test it's going to be our first game in december as we play the pelicans in new orleans drew what can you tell us about the pelicans yeah great roster one of the best rosters in the league i think in my opinion their leading scorer is brandon ingram who's averaging a little bit over 21 points per game they have Zion Williamson also. I think he's a great player. If he could stay healthy, he'd be one of the best players in the league. CJ McCollum, Trey Murphy, who just returned from his injury, Valanchunas, Jordan Hawkins, Herb Jones, Matt Ryan, Jose Alvarado. Just a lot of – they have one of the best benches in the league. I heard a, a reporter talk about that. What are your thoughts on the Pelicans team? I think they're really talented. And, you know, Jonas Valanciunas has been a Spurs killer his whole career. But then you couple that with outstanding players, like you mentioned. I mean, they're they're a really talented team. Um, I think they're going to be a tough test. Brandon Ingram is, is really, really talented as well uh, from that forward slot. And I, I think their their roster's a little scary. And Trey Murphy the third has really come on for them. Yeah. And uh, he's a very talented player, too, off the bench for him. So... Going to be a tough, tough pull with the uh, the Pelicans. The Las Vegas line has them winning by twelve point five. What do you have them winning by? And who's your player to go off? So you're just going to expect me to pick them, huh? You're going to expect me to pick them, right? No, I'm just telling <laughs> you the Vegas line. Yeah, so I, I do agree with that. I think the Pelicans win this game. I think it'll be a blowout. I think they win by twenty four points. My player to go off is going to be Jeremy Sohan. I do think he'll have another great game. What are your, what is your predictions? Well, I actually am going to stick around that Vegas line. I think I think they're going to go over it. I think they're going to win by 13. The Pelicans will. Um, but my player to go off for the Spurs in this one, I, I mean, I, I like what Sohan did, and I like your pick. But uh, you know me, I like to roll with the hot hand, and I think Keldon Johnson's going to be that hot hand. So he's who I'm rolling with. And here's hoping that we're both incorrect and we the Spurs in this losing streak because this one is getting historic. Right now, we're we're starting to climb in that deal with uh, 13 losses in a row. But uh, the Spurs, they're they're young and they're competing and they're trying their best. And uh, we'll be here for every one of them on the Spur of the Moment podcast. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank everybody for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!